0: This is Michael Weir, and you are listening to The Morning Five on June 28, 2022. Let's open with prayer. O Lord Jesus Christ, in your earthly life, you shared our toil and hallowed our labor. Guide those who maintain the commerce and industries of this land, and give to all who labor pride in their work, a just reward. And joy both in supplying need and in serving you, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit live and reign, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, it's a Tuesday, and so you know what that means. Uh, It's another primary day, and there are primaries uh, across the country, Uh, big statewide races uh, in Illinois, uh, uh, primaries for uh, the governor's seat, uh, a primaries, some significant primaries for Congress, including our friend uh, Chris Butler, Pastor Chris Butler, running in a big field of Democrats in Illinois' 1st District to, uh, to replace Bobby Rush. Um, there's an interesting face-off between two currently elected Democrats, Marie Newman and Sean Casson. Whose uh, districts uh, are being uh, who, who, who are running against each other uh, for uh, a nomination in redrawn, in a redrawn district uh, in New York? We have gubernatorial uh, primaries and, and other primaries across the state, along with a special primary in Oklahoma, statewide primary runoff in South Carolina. Uh, one more to keep an eye on. Utah, uh, Evan McMullen is running uh, both as an independent and, per the agreement, he'll appear on the Democratic line of the ballot. Uh, he's expected to face a sitting U.S. Senator Mike Lee. Um, and, and that will be uh, a really marquee, uh, marquee race uh, in in November. We'll see if it shakes out. As expected in the primaries and so a lot to keep an eye on of course in tomorrow's morning five we'll let you know uh, how things look once votes have uh, started to be uh, uh, counted Uh, but keep an eye on these midterms the uh, second item the Supreme Court issued another decision on Monday uh, the religious freedom uh, uh, decision that we mentioned in a previous episode, uh, the case involved a a high school football coach. Uh, The Supreme Court ruled that he had a constitutional right to pray uh, after his team's games, uh, which is uh, obviously being viewed as another pro-religious freedom, a uh, pro-religious exercise uh, decision from the Supreme Court. The third and final item I want to want to cover, Uh, Justice Thomas, in his uh, concurring opinion in Dobbs, uh, wrote really a brief line that caught many folks' attention, where he opened the door to revisiting uh, 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 substantive due process cases. Uh, invoking in particular Obergefell, uh, uh, Griswold, which is has to do with privacy and contraception, and Lawrence, stoking concerns that uh, that these were next on the chopping block. Now there's a whole interesting debate to be had here. This was just Thomas. Uh, there are signals from other Supreme Court justices that uh, they do not agree with. Uh, sort of this approach beside the point from uh, the the item I want to discuss on this episode, which is Speaker Pelosi, who is a brilliant politician and should never be underestimated by either the left or the right, has indicated that she is not only going to pursue votes around codifying Roe. But she's going to force votes around contraception and same-sex marriage, codifying those rights. It's going to be very interesting to see whether the speaker moves forward with this plan. What are the specific? What's what are what's the specific language that is put to these votes? What's in the bills? And I'll just suggest to you that um, if Speaker Pelosi keeps these votes clean, uh, narrow, if they're not packed with extraneous stuff or trying to move the ball beyond sort of where the law uh, currently sits. Uh, these will be extremely difficult votes for many Republicans to take. And in my view, a clear net positive politically for Democrats, the kind of thing that could be a game changer as we head into the midterms. So we'll see. The The idea on my first read is a masterstroke from the speaker, we'll see once she has to deal with her caucus (laughs) and what exactly gets put to the house and if senator schumer decides to follow speaker pelosi's lead in the senate but this is an angle to watch Uh, how do republicans vote on these bills and uh if they vote to codify Obergefell, codify Griswold and the, uh, access to contraception, uh, what does that um, do to their base? What does it do to turnout in the midterms? And if they don't, if the if the American people feel like voting for Republicans in the midterms, uh, puts at risk not just abortion rights, but same-sex marriage, contraception use, which is contraception is used by a vast majority of adult Americans, um, it, it it could be significant, and so that's something to keep an eye on. All right, those are uh, your morning five. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad, because you are the one in charge, and you have all the power, and the glory, too, is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for listening.